0: Reimagining ambition is about work and careers, but it's also about resisting the very easy impulses and messaging around overworking. So today I'm doing something a little different on the podcast. I wanna share five things I'm loving lately, and I'm going to refer to them as like work adjacent, okay? They, they sort of reflect what my life outside of this work, looks like. Your relationship to work and your career have changed over the last few years. And that means the same old career advice just won't do. I'm Jen Walker-Wall, career strategist, resume writer, and founder of Work Wonders Careers. If you're looking to ditch overthinking and hustle culture and pursue work and life in alignment with your values and priorities, you're in the right place. Welcome to Reimagining Ambition. The first thing on this list is astrology. I have always been interested in astrology, but this year it's really just taken on a life of its own. And I am learning about it. I am looking at different people's charts. I'm learning to read charts better. And for me, this is very much about like work and life. I appreciate its ability to help us self-reflect and to create some structure around our lives but i also think it really helps us identify aspects of ourselves that that just are right that just are and instead of trying to change them like we can just kind of like acknowledge and work with them thankfully my clients are very like astrology friendly or like full on astrology nerds as well so it's been really interesting to like talk to people about their placements and their charts and how they make sense of that in terms of work, but also how they make sense of that in terms of life. Astrology is my like top hobby of the moment. And I'm really kind of loving the way this intersects with my work, but it is not exclusively work. The second thing I'm loving, and this is very work adjacent, if I'm honest, I only ever read like nonfiction. I've ruined a lot of like book clubs by reading like the most serious, dense, academic work ever. So that's something I'm working on is to read lighter stuff. I recently read a book and I'm loving it because a lot of the book, quite frankly, was was really more validating and affirming than like groundbreaking to me. But I think the content really is helpful for clients. And I see myself recommending this book to a lot of clients. So this book is called All the Gold Stars. Reimagining ambition and the ways we strive, and it's funny because I found this book by googling this my own podcast and trying to see where it came up in my search results, and then this book popped up. I was really excited. Uh, I got it from Bookshop. I will include my Bookshop link um, in the show notes so that you can take a look at that if you want to grab a copy. All the Gold Stars is a book by Rainsford Stoffer. I hope I'm saying that correctly, and she, you know is reflecting on our relationship to work. She really sort of like traces this way in which we are so pre-programmed to just go, go, go and achieve, achieve, achieve. And you know, what I took away from that book and what I'm taking away from a lot of conversations with clients is like how hard it is to pull those layers back. Like even when you have an awareness of capitalism, and careerism like you still have layers and layers to peel back. And you know, what I appreciate here and what I talk about a lot with our clients is like this this paradox of wanting to like untangle our worth and our value from how hard we work and our work being really important to us, right? Like that is a paradox. I struggle with that's a paradox. A lot of clients struggle with. This book has been very helpful and fruitful in my own thinking, and it's come up a lot in client work. And it very much sort of, you know, as you can probably tell by this podcast, like represents where my mind is at and has opened up other conversations beyond, let me fix your resume, or, you know, let me let me help you with the tactics of landing your next job or getting a promotion. I think it's so important to like have space for like bigger conversations about like, what are we doing with our careers and lives? Uh, And we just finished up our September retreat night, which was uh, really just all about reflection and refining our goals for the year and figuring out how we wanted to wrap up the year. But what came up in so many of those conversations were these really big themes around the role we want work to play in our lives. So I see that as very complex and ongoing work. And I enjoy making space for those kinds of conversations because it is absolutely directly reflected in the other kind of more practical work that we do. The third thing that I am loving lately, this is very business specific, but it's really impacting my work in terms of like how much interaction I have on a given any given week. So one thing that's working really well for me right now, and actually if I'm honest with myself, always works well for me, are partnerships. Over the years, I've done workshops and webinars with Wonder Woman of Boston and Tech Ladies and Ladies Get Paid and General Assembly, Uh, She Geeks Out. Like those sorts of opportunities really transformed my business and is ultimately like sort of what allowed me to go full time. And it's been challenging in the last few years to cobble those together for the most part because I'm I'm not doing in-person work right now. Every organization, kind of like every person has just been through so much in the last few years that like the the demand or the opportunity has kind of ebbed and flowed. And I really wanted to try and like reestablish partnerships as important, important for visibility work, important in this kind of economy where maybe our work can get out to people who can't afford our services. It's just, it's, it's kind of a win-win. So it really is business gold in my mind. And there's not too many things I can say that about. And what I really appreciate about this partnership work is not just the fact that it's good for business, it's good for visibility, it's good for participants. I'm really getting a chance to work with the folks who are managing these kinds of partnerships um, and really developing like a, a large group uh, of folks you know, in my professional network, like really kind of nurturing that in a very organic way uh, with people that I have a lot of like shared values with. So that is something I'm loving. It's not work adjacent, it's work, it's work, but it is relationship oriented. And that's part of like what drives me in my business. I'm very motivated by having high quality relationships. And so it feels really good to sort of have that opportunity back again. Uh, after a few years of a lot of ups and downs. The fourth thing that I'm loving right now, planning. If you've known me for a long time, you probably think I've always liked planning. And I have historically really enjoyed planning. But since approximately 2020, I have found planning to be stressful and also pointless. So much has changed being responsive to to the ups and downs of the job market of the last few years has really taken its toll, I'm not gonna lie. It's been a lot. Something that's really helped me, going back to my first point, is actually using astrology to plan. Looking at transits that are happening for me, I have fully committed myself to using the moon cycle, changing of the seasons, changing of the zodiac seasons, like other astrological dates to make decisions and plan. The reason this is working for me is like, I don't know what the job market is going to look like in six months, but like when I look six months out, I will know where the moon is going to be. And so like, if I plan my effort and major goals around those things, like those things, like the stars are going to move in the sky. I don't know what else is going to happen, but that gives me some sort of like framework for thinking about my effort. You might have heard of something called low dopamine mornings. You can give it a Google. Lots of people talk about it online. It felt a little too much of a commitment for me. I do sleep with my phone next to my bed. It is the first thing, broadly speaking, (laughs) that I look at, Um, but I was becoming increasingly aware of my screen time because I'm on a computer all day. I'm often on the computer at night. I've got my phone with me at all times. Sometimes both of them are going. And I really noticed it starting to impact my attention span. So instead of like committing to like a full low dopamine morning, which I just wasn't that interested in, I have concocted something called a lower dopamine morning. So I do check my phone in the morning. I quickly check email. I quickly check, you know, what's going on in the world. And then I put my phone down and I try to spend an hour or so not, touching my phone. There's some things that I do during this time. One, I drink coffee. I I know some people don't think you should drink coffee before you eat. That doesn't work for me. I drink coffee pretty much before I do anything else. It's a very cherished ritual. I make my bed. When it's dark, when I get up, I have a lot of ambient lighting. So I turn that on uh, so that things feel cozy and not like pitch black and depressing. Then I will go into my office and I will do some set of activities, I will cleanse this space because I'm in, in here all day. And I have a couple decks that I've been working with. I've actually been using a deck, I'll try and link to it, but it's about mindfulness and shadow work. Very practical, very helpful. It sort of gives some ideas for like very brief meditations and I am not a very strong meditator. Meditating using a phone app just made me use my phone to do other things. So I really like this deck. And I'll link to a couple that I like um, because it just gives me a few moments of like reflection and introspection and breathing that I can kind of start my day with instead of like starting it, you know, on TikTok, if I'm honest, that's probably where I would be. The other thing that's sort of happened is that I've stopped listening to the news in the morning, so I used to have sort of like MSNBC on in the background. And I didn't think that impacted me all that much. Like I just thought in my brain that was like a little FYI, here's what's going on in the world. But actually giving it up is amazing. So that's a huge win. It's just like not listening to any more news. I suspect the news that needs to get to me will get to me. And I don't need the slow drip of like 24 hour news stations impacting my nervous system all day. So that's been really a great way to, to ease into the fall, especially because I am someone who struggles with like the lack of daylight that, uh, that we have here in the Northeast as the seasons change. It's been a great way to spend some time in the morning. Not only do I spend less time on my phone, sometimes I actually just forget about my phone. That's how much it helps me transition into something more like a flow state. It's also helped me to not be like a total perfectionist, go for the low dopamine, give up all screens. Um, I don't worry too much. You know, Sometimes my husband has local news on and I'll catch the weather or have my coffee with him while it's on. But really just sitting, breathing, spending a few moments with some decks that I really enjoy is such a good way to start the day. And don't forget the coffee, coffee's key. Anyways, let me know if you Enjoyed this episode. And I'd love to hear the things you're loving lately, like what is supporting you, especially if you are also just living in darker and darker days. Do you have any supportive habits to help you navigate the season or manage your mental health or maybe easier ways to kind of get work done? Or do you have any book recommendations? I could use some good book recommendations. I would love to hear from you. So find me on Instagram, let me know, and I will add some links to some resources related to the things I love in the show notes. So if you're interested, make sure to check those out. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us this week on Reimagining Ambition. While you're here, please hit subscribe or follow and make sure you always get our latest episodes. And if you'd like endless gratitude from yours truly, please consider leaving a review. It really helps our podcast attract new listeners. If you're looking for a hands-on career, job search, and resume support, well, that's what we do best. Come on over to workwonderscareers.com and learn how we help mission-driven professionals like you make career moves that matter.